from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hey, Piet, how you doing, my friend? Doing all right, Jordan. I can't believe it, but I'm actually going to a show on Friday night. What? This is incredible. We've been wanting to say this on this podcast for months now. And here we are. Our episode today is talking about theaters slowly reopening. We're going to go through Milwaukee and even head out to West Bend later in the podcast, talk about some music venues that are reopening. Of course, Piet, we've talked a little bit about uh, drive-ins and other experiences that are happening outdoors. But we're talking about going inside, sitting down and watching a show. Yeah. And, you know, we saw some venues start to open around Memorial Day weekend around Wisconsin, just kind of like bars and things like that. Um, in Milwaukee, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen a few things where, where small venues are dipping their toes in the water. I mean, this is still very, very slow and there's not a ton of action going on. Uh, and of course, everyone's trying to be safe uh, with reduced capacities that are required and uh, masks and, and things like that. But Linneman's uh, did open to an in-person show a couple weeks ago. Uh, so to, so is Caroline's. Uh, so is the Jazz Estate. They did a couple uh, things too. So there's been a couple little small things that have happened um, in the city. But the biggest one that's going to be happening here is, is Turner Hall Ballroom on Friday. This will be their first show since the Pap Cedar Group shut down all their venues in March. That's right. They're going to open up for three live shows as a part of the Revive Live MKE series, uh, starting with Chicken Wire Empire on July 10th, Kaylee Crossfire and Kia Rat Princess on July 17th, and Trapper Shep on July 31st. Now, Piet, these shows are at 25% capacity, which includes staff. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the, the capacity at Turner Hall Ballroom is about uh, a little over 900. So um, you can kind of do the math there. You know, including. Um, social distancing. Um, all guests are going to have to do a touchless uh, forehead temperature check before they go in. Masks are going to be required in the venue, uh, and they'll be provided if you don't have one. Um, and there'll be seats too in Turner's. So people will be seated uh, six feet apart. Um, you know, plexiglass barriers at the b- open bars. Um, you know, they're going to be doing lots of extra sanitation. Um, yeah, uh, there's going to be like touchless uh, purchase available, all sorts of things like that. Um, all sorts of guidelines, which you can find at papcedar.org. Um, and again, the Pap Cedar group is still, uh, and, and the whole live music industry is still very much in jeopardy. It's not like, uh, anyone's ready to pop open the champagne bottles yet. Um, but this is, uh, nice to see that, you know, we are seeing some steps toward, uh, returning to live music. Um, so it's great to see that Turner Hall will have a couple of things. I'll be at this first show, Chicken Wire Empire, just to check it out. So you can kind of go back to jsonline.com slash music. They've got actually four shows, uh, Jordan, uh, lined up, including um, a Rush tribute band in August on August 8th. I think there'll be a lot more. And so far, the Riverside, the Pap Cedar, Backroom at Collectivo Coffee, um, those are those are still remain closed, as do many venues in town, Miramar, uh, The Rave, uh, Cactus Club. Those are all still closed, too. But there is some music in the city happening inside some small venues. Well, stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to talk about a theater that reopened in West Bend just days before we shut everything down. And it looks like this restored theater is going to be reopening very, very soon. That's coming up next on Tapped In. Don't go anywhere. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. 
14 years after shutting down and after a $4.4 million restoration, a 91-year-old theater in West Bend has a grand reopening coming up. And it's kind of a second grand reopening, Piet, as they reopened in March and then had to close their doors shortly after. Yeah, so uh, it's called The Bend. It used to be known as the West Bend Theater. It actually had the misfortune of opening 91 years ago, a month into the Great Depression. Uh, not, wow. a, not a great time for a theater to open. History uh, repeating itself in some yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they opened then, and but they still were able to show movies all the way until 2006. And then uh, business dried up and they closed down in 2006. So a nonprofit started a decade after that to try to restore the theater, uh, try to bring some kind of uh, a development boom to West Bend, to downtown. And so they were able to do a $4.4 million restoration with the goal of making it a, uh, a live event, um, you know, performing space and, and do some movies as well, like some classic films, some indie films, things like that. Um, but they had the misfortune of being ready to, to reopen on March 14th. Um, as you may recall, I mean, it was really like March 12th, March 11th. Yeah. March 11th is when the NBA very dramatically just canceled the season mid in, in the middle of the game. Yes. And March 12th is when you saw huge tours and things just kind of going down left and right. Like things were just really kind of falling apart in terms of events that week. Um, they, they still were open March 14th, but again, the, the intensity was kept growing and growing. So they had events lined up after that and they just couldn't do it. They just had one night to be wow. open. Um, so yeah, really, really terrible timing. But they are going to be opening again. They're going to be opening um, Friday, actually, with uh, the first of four so far planned uh, significantly reduced capacity shows. On Friday, it starts off with the Andrew David Weber Band, uh, and then they'll have Zach Piacini on July 17th. They've got the Chris Hayes Band August 8th, and the Listening Party August 21st. And, you know, this theater is a 330-seat capacity theater. They're going to be having just 50 people uh, you know, at most for these different shows. Now, P, we talked a lot about the guidelines that are going to happen at Turner Hall, where you're talking about limited capacity. You're talking about uh, check-ins and, and and temperature checks. Are they taking similar measures at the West Bend Theater? Yeah, exactly. So they're going to have, you know, uh, it's a seated venue. So they'll have aisle seats open. They're going to have guests sit in kind of separated rows. So not in, you know, um, not row to row, basically. So they're going to have some spacing that way. Um, you know, and again, it's 50, 50 people in a 330-seat room, so it is going to be less than, um, you know, 50% capacity. Um, you know, masks are going to be, um, you, know, you have to wear a mask when you're uh, not in your seat, uh, when you're kind of like going to the restroom, hanging out in the lobby, things like that. Um, you know, um, um, all the employees are going to wear masks, hand sanitizer kind of all over the place. These are kind of the guidelines we're seeing at, you know, everywhere from Linneman's to the Turner Hall, which will be reopening Friday, too. Um, you know, and, and they also want to do some movies and they want to do some, they want to rebook the events that they had to postpone details are forthcoming on all of that. Um, but again, it's, it's, they're kind of getting back out there. Um, you know, there, there's a quote from uh, Jeff Potts, who's the, the executive director of this nonprofit behind the theater, you know, who basically said, you know, theaters are gathering spaces for a community in both times of prosperity and times of challenge. The arts, the creativity they inspire and the escape they provide are needed now more than ever. Um, so that's kind of how they're, they're getting into this. I mean, they're getting into it very slowly. I mean, the, the whole yeah. idea of the theater, you know, I think his quote to the journal Sentinel, when we did a story in March, uh, Tom Dakin talked to him, uh, the direct quote was, we want to be a volume based business. Uh, and you can't really be a volume based business right now. And they're, they're right. Their, right. Their business model was basically to try to make 80% of their revenue. They're still do fundraising as a nonprofit, 
but they're going to try to make 80% of their revenue through events. Right. Um, and even in March, this was a very aggressive approach. Uh, and now the world is so dramatically different at the moment. So we'll have to see how they do, but it is nice to see that, uh, again, another place where people can go see live music if they feel comfortable doing so. And of course, um, another venue that's taking the uh, the health concerns seriously too. This isn't just a you know pack the theater full um, like we saw with like that Chase Rice concert, that the Baby concert a few weeks ago um, in other cities. Um, there, you know, this venue, the Turner Hall, all these places are, are really kind of going in very, very gradually, very slowly to make it as safe as possible. Well, I did like this other quote that uh, Potts gave in your uh, story where he said, if you don't feel well or if someone in your household doesn't feel well, stay home. Your ticket will be good for another day. And I think already offering off this kind of idea to say like, hey, we're trying to look out for the community, but we're also trying to get the business back open. I think that's going to get them some good vibes from the community, right? People are going to be excited to know that they're, they're trying the best they can. But you're, like you said, only time will tell as how well this plan goes. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, this was part of a big, you know, West Bend was hoping for a big development boom, and the theater was kind of part of that. There's like a 68 room hotel that's going to be, um, that's in the works, a public walkway was being designed, a new downtown pub, a coffee house um, in the area also kind of did some big remodeling. So, you know, this was, this was the hope was that this theater could really be a, a great hub for more renewed activity in downtown West Bend. Of course, the, the pandemic has really thrown everything, the whole, the whole world, uh, in, in kind of this weird sort of economic chaos and uncertainty. Um, so we'll have to see. But it is nice to see that they are taking those steps, hoping to get kind of back on track and do it slowly. And, you know, it gives these musicians some work as well. It gives people who feel comfortable enough options to go do something and, and, and get out of the house and, and do it safely. Um, so there's a lot of pluses here. And we'll see where things go from here. Um, we'll see who else can kind of expand. Uh, you know, we're going to probably be seeing a lot of local acts and a lot of local shows for the right. future and probably kind of these reduced capacity situations for a while where masks are going to be enforced or strongly encouraged. You know, the, the live music industry, as we've known and as we were celebrating and, and enjoying through mid-March, um, that's not coming back probably anytime this year. And it's encouraging for me to see both Turner Hall and The Bend are putting their dollars into local artists right now. I mean, this lineup coming up for The Bend with uh, Weber, Zach Petrini, Chris Hasey Band, and The Listening Party, uh, that's just going to ultimately continue to give the artists that we cover in this segment regularly an opportunity to do their work. So we're interested to see how this develops. We will follow up on this. This won't be the last time you hear us talking about venues reopening in our city because that's what we do on Tapped In. We talk about the music that comes from our city and the music that comes into our city. This podcast is produced every week by Kenny Perez and our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you. We can't do this without our subscribers. We can't do this without our members and we thank you for all that you do for us. Piet, I'll talk to you next time for Tapped In. Thank you. Talk to you next time.